Welcome back to Instant Clarity Podcast. My name is Tiasha Dorelai and I'm a channeling medium. And in this episode, I am answering your questions as I did in the last episode, but this time you send me your questions regarding what you want to know about your life. So you've sent me very interesting questions and I am here to give you clarity. So if you want to know more and maybe even find your question in this episode, listen up. Okay, let's go. The first question. I'm a very sensitive person. How can get to the point of other people's energies not affecting me that much or changes in the world? The first thing I would say is um, make sure your energy cup is full because when we are depleting in the energies, obviously the vibes outside can affect us a lot. But when our energies are strong, then the changes in the world, the energies of other people don't have as much effect on us. So I would most definitely say, make sure that you are taking care of your vibration every day. For me personally, this means that I don't skip my daily spiritual practice of listening to channel meditation because this really aligns me, centers me. I'm in my zone, in my vibes. And when I have this powerful energy inside of me, then I'm delighted. Then my energy is shifting the energies outside of myself. So you being a sensitive person is your super gift. It's actually your superpower. So use it. Many times you are like in this energy, like, oh, but like I'm a, like a sponge. Every energy is coming into me and affecting me and being in this victim mentality. But if we change that and we say, oh, I'm sensitive soul. I sense the energies. Wow. So how can I use my energy? to affect the people around me, not the other way around. So spiritual practice is my number one uh, trick that I have in my sleep, <laughs> like a magician, that I do every day. So listening to channel meditation day in, day out, and this will really set your energy so you will become energetically independent. We really need to be energetically independent because when our energies are here with us, not depleting everywhere around, but really here with us, we are so more powerful. And then our vibes can change the vibes of the room, of the you know group of people where you come. So maybe even ask yourself this question. Am I the leader of my life and the leader of this situation? Or am I being the victim of how other people feel and what kind of vibes they are bringing into that circle? Because the person who is conscious, the person who is taking care of his vibration and really making sure he is aligned with the love he holds inside, it's a much more powerful person than the one who is fearful, negative, uh, complaining all the time. So if we are in this vibration, we have greater power to affect others because at the end of the day, we all want to feel good. At the end of the day, we all want to be loved. 
at the end of the day, we all want our life to go according to our, you know, desires. So become the master of your vibration. Even though if you're a sensitive person, this is not your excuse, you know, we can use it sometimes. This is not a, your excuse to be, you know, the victim of other people's energies. You own your energies. The next question, I'm doing everything right, meditating regularly, reading books, having a right mindset, but my manifestation is still not coming through. Why is that? <laughs> if I'm being completely uh, straightforward, because you are in resistance, your mind is like, I'm doing this check, I'm doing this check, 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 check. So you're doing everything that your mind tells you to do, but for the manifestation process to happen, you have to align the vibration. So how is your vibration? What are you attracting with your vibration? Because when we are just like doing this so we will get this result and doing that to get this result, we are actually in resistance. We are not enjoying our life. What will happen if this manifestation like doesn't come true for another year or so? Are you going to be distressed all the time? How can you enjoy your life in the meantime? Let's say you are manifesting um, a new job, for example. You're manifesting a new job. And maybe in this journey that you have just stepped on, you will need to go on more um, meetings and meeting with new people and there is a process that needs to happen. But if every time after every meeting, you're like, oh, this is not the job. Oh, I didn't get a job. Oh, I didn't. But I'm meditating, but I'm reading everything, but I'm getting my mindset right. Then you're like all the time in war with yourself. Bring joy into this equation. How can you have the most fun while you're going for the interviews? How you can have the most fun, you know, dressing up for the meetings? How you can have the most fun just enjoying your life on the journey to the goal? No matter what you're manifesting, the vibrations, the energies in which you are while you are walking towards that are creating the results that you will have. And um, it's also, you know, the same is with me when something doesn't happen exactly when and how I want it to happen, I start doubting, oh, is this really going to happen? But when the doubt comes, this is your, like, a moment when you have to ask yourself again, what am I choosing? Am I choosing fear or am I choosing love and trust? So it's maybe this manifestation is maybe not happening yet, not because you're doing something wrong, but because it's so important for you to really stay in this frequency and don't allow anything to put you out of it. But don't stay in the frequency because you have to stay in the frequency. <laughs> Just stay in the frequency of that because it feels good, because you want to be in those vibes. In other words, there is a divine timing for everything in our life. And I always explain, like, this is your lifeline. This is how your life is unfolding. And things are supposed to happen one after another. So for your soul, time doesn't exist. It's not like, oh, it needs to happen next week. Mm -mm. For your soul, it's like, these things need to happen first before that thing happens. 
even though you're doing everything right, there are certain things that need to happen before that thing you're manifesting will happen. And you cannot jump over them. You have to go. You have to take all the steps. And maybe you experiencing this moment when you are distressed, when you are irritated because your manifestation is not happening yet, is that moment before the next big thing. Because obviously you need to learn in this moment to stay in the love, to stay in the trust, to hold the fucking vibes, you know, no matter what, just hold your vibes. We are so, uh, I, I think many times very um, rigid in how we are seeing the world, but at the end of the day, it's all about vibration. What you're vibrating is what you're attracting because your vibration really creates your situation. So how can you be more gentle with yourself, bring more love and joy into this um, path? Um, how to lovingly express that somebody overstepped your boundaries and how to prevent it. What a beautiful message. Um, it's about setting the energy. When somebody oversteps our boundary, it is not because we didn't explicitly said, okay, here is my boundary, but because on an energy level, we are not holding our space. We are not holding our energy, right? So if somebody overstepped your boundary, it's not about telling them, oh, you've overstepped my boundary. Stop doing that. It's about asking ourselves, why did I allow this boundary to be overstepped? What is behind in me, inside of me, that is still creating this boundary to be overstepped? So I would say the first thing most definitely is going inwards and recognizing why am I allowing this boundary to be overstepped? What is my story? So for me personally, I had this story of I need to please people. I need to make sure that they get what they want because if I don't do that, I will not receive love. So I allowed many times to people overstepping my boundaries and not even sharing that I have a boundary, not even setting the energy right. So I would invite you to first start looking inwards. How is my energy? Why am I allowing this to happen? And am I even energetically independent? And here we are again in the same message. We need to hold our vibration. This is why I'm always telling you, start with your daily spiritual practice of listening to channel meditations. Because honestly, when I look at people, you know, and I look at their energies, most of them, they don't hold their energies close to them. Our energy field has holes in it and our energy is leaking out also because of our lifestyle choices. For example, drinking a lot of alcohol, um, you know, taking drugs, um, drinking um, coffee, um, taking sugar every meal. This is all making sure that our vibrational field has holes in it. And then they are small and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And suddenly your energy is everywhere and you are lacking in energy and you feel depleted. And of course, other people 
will overstep your boundaries because sorry to tell you, you don't have none. Like you don't have boundaries because you're not holding your energy next to you. So it's not about communicating to other person. It's about taking responsibility over your energy, making sure you're holding your energies here next to your body. And when you have your daily regular spiritual practice of listening to channel meditation, you become the master of your vibration. You start holding the energies. The energies that were everywhere, they are now here. You're holding them. And then other people would feel, they will feel that you're dense, that your energies are dense and they will not play with you. Of course, you can also even communicate, but the first thing is you taking responsibilities um, over your part of the story and just creating this space of powerful energies that you hold and you're holding them and you wouldn't even need to communicate anymore because the boundaries won't be overstepped because the energy would be here. But again, if you want to communicate, I would always say like, go into the heart and express how you feel, not what they did. It's not like you overstepped my boundary again because then other person would feel attacked and you know, there's no solution for that. The, the fight happens. Every time we want to communicate consciously, we need to be talking about my, me personally, like myself. I didn't feel good when this happened. I want to feel like this. So can we do this next time? It's about us. Can we do this? Can we create this? Because it's not about other person fulfilling our needs. It's about us co-creating the relationship. I hope this helps. Okay, the next question. When is the right time to step out of a relationship? Woo! Um, <laughs> what I see in the society is that we are ending the relationships, rather be like a romantic or friendship or any business collaboration on a, when we are uh, angry with another person, when we are not satisfied, when we are hurt and we are hurting. And with these painful emotions, we end the relationship sharply because we feel that the other person or other people are responsible for our pain. So we just like, we end it, we cut it, you say, no, no more of that. So when we end the relationship in, in this kind of way, just cutting it off, we don't actually energetically release the relationship. Even though physically we are separate, the energy is still holding us connected to that person because we didn't release the energy. We just ended the situation because we felt hurt and vulnerable. So I would suggest that the best time to end the relationship is when you can release the energies softly, taking care of your pain and really going inwards healing your part of the story. You don't need to heal like everything, but you need to be in that point when you are taking responsibility over your co-creation of this situation. Obviously, if you are in a violent situation, you move out of the space. This is like, obviously, but otherwise where there is just disagreements and the energies are not balanced, 
make sure that you start healing yourself and the perfect time to end the relationship is where you can just recognize everything that this relationship has brought you, all the beautiful things, everything that you are grateful for, all the learnings, the teachings. And you can just say like, I'm so grateful for the time we have spent together. I've learned this and that. Um, I have so much work on myself to do regarding that. Thank you for showing me. I still have, uh, you know, um, there's a portal opening for me to grow, but I will go now forward with my life and continuing my life following my vibrational alignment. So it's not about you did that, you are this or that, putting the blame and judgment on other person, because if we do that, we are vomiting our judgments and we left, we leave the relationship, but guess what? This vomit stays there. So anytime we will connect to that person, think about it, them, or maybe just feel them in the heart, we will connect to this vomit. But do you really want that for yourself? You know, I'm sure you don't, because no matter what relationship in one space and time, this relationship was important for you. So you should be ending relationships in in the, um, in the frequency of love, even though it's painful, because you're giving yourself a gift of leaving the relationship in the love, because you want to continue attracting love um, in, you know, in the future. Uh, the next question, does the one really exist? Yes, it does. And when you go to the bathroom and look yourself in the mirror, you will find you're the one there. <laughs> I know you don't want to hear this, but this is what it is. You know, we are looking for the one outside of ourselves. But actually, we are the person we came here to get to know. We are the person that we are here to have the best relationship with because other people are just mirrors of our inner relationship that we have with ourselves. So in another words, every person is your the one because it's the one for that moment. It's the one for that period of your life, mirroring you part of you that you need to find out, that you need to learn about, that you need to see and start living. So I think this idea of the one comes out of the fairy tales and movies, and it's so beautiful, but at the same time, it's an illusion. Because we have this illusion that outside there in the faraway kingdom, there's this beautiful prince waiting for me. And if I just wait long enough, the prince will come. And then we are in this victim mentality, just waiting as a princesses or prince, it doesn't matter, like on top of our castle and just waiting, waiting, waiting. But this is not how life is. You are creating your life. So if you're just waiting and the prince is all just waiting, then we are all just waiting, you know, and you don't get your fairy tale. So if you want to get your fairy tale, uh, it's about you being proactive. It's about you activating your relationship with yourself, making sure you are taking care of yourself how you want the other person to take care of you or how you want this relationship to be because we attract what we are. Our vibration creates our situation. When you get that, like when you really get that, you get a like the magic of life. This is the secret of life. Your energy, your vibration is creating your situations in life. 
So if you are crying because the one has not found you yet, do you think this vibration will attract a person to you? Nobody wants to go where somebody's in pain, you know? So start being like blossoming, flourishing in your life, enjoying yourself, being in these frequencies. And then the person who can align their energy with that will enter your life. But again, this doesn't mean that this person's job is to take care of all your needs. No, you will create the relationship together. Now I've gone too far with this answer, but to ask to answer your question, does the one exist? Yes, but you are your the one. So create your relationship with yourself and then by the law of the universe, what you vibrate, you will attract. Okay, the next question. Will I ever, oh, again, relationship. <laughs> Will I ever meet the man who is able to make me let my walls down and reinstall my trust in men? So again, like we are waiting for a man to come to save us. Nobody is going to save you. Like start healing yourself. Where did you co-create these situations that you have. And it doesn't matter, men or women. Uh, I remember once I was talking with one of my friends and he said, oh, you know, I was so hurt in my previous relationship and I know the story, it was really bad. But he said, but I will never stop um, calling in new love. I will never stop that. And we had this conversation with amongst our friends and the other man said, he said, no, you know, I don't believe in love anymore. I was hurt so many times. I don't believe in that. And then we had this conversation and the first one said, well, why not? There are so many different people out there. There is so much love. And we at the end realized, all of us, that um, we get stuck on the past situations, on the past relationships, how they went down, thinking that, well, we didn't have anything to do with that story. No matter how bad and ugly your love story was, I need to tell you, you were co-creating that story. This story didn't just happen like, oh, you're the victim and this story happened. No, you were co-creating it. So in order for you, to create another different story, you have to go inside of you and start healing yourself, your wounds, making sure you have your regular spiritual practice that helps you tune into that part of you who needs healing. And then start changing and shifting your vibration so you will attract different people with different frequencies, creating different situations. Um, so it's not about waiting for the man who is perfect and who will not hurt you because sorry to tell you, everyone, no matter how great they are, will create a portal of growth in your relationship. This is you, you're like a vase and this is another person who's like a vase, but you had your own experiences and your vase is bruised here a little bit because of your past experiences and here a little bit. And his vase is bruised here and here. And then you come together and you start living this relationship and you start touching the energies, start touching each other. And then you press to his wounds and he presses 
to your wounds, not because he's a bad person or you're a bad person, but because you have, each one of you have this wound. Meaning that no matter what person comes, even the most loving person will touch your wounds, not because he's bad, but because you have the wounds there. And this is the point of relationships, that they touch the parts of you who still need healing. And now it's on you to look at that and say, oh, thank you for showing me that I'm still jealous. Oh, thank you for showing me that I still don't trust men. Oh, thank you for showing me. And don't just change the person because that person just showed you where is your wound. And you can change the person, but every person will show you the same thing because this is your wound. So I would ask this question a little bit differently. Um, How can you go touch your wounds and heal them so you will not have the need to attract the man that will activate the same pain that previous men did? And this can only happen by you really surrendering to your spiritual journey, to really going all in, meditating, getting clarity, and, you know, being in this connection with yourself. Okay, the last question, how to let go of bad habits? The first clarity I would give you is that the habit you have created um, was created with the reason. Um, drinking, I don't know, eating late at night, scrolling on social media, whatever is your bad habit. This habit was created because it was like um, there was a wound activated. You start feeling certain emotions and you didn't want to feel them. So you put like a bandage on. Oh, I don't want to feel that. So I will have a glass of wine, for example. Oh, I don't feel uh, like my energy is inside of me. I am depleted with energy. Oh, let me just scroll on social media. So what is happening is that the bad habit, it's not a problem. It's just a bandage that we are using to not face a wound that is behind it. So the first thing is, Look at your bad habit. Don't judge it because obviously it was protecting you for something. Oh, I have this bad habit. Oh, I have this habit. Just habit. Like I have this habit. Okay. And then start observing yourself. When are you reaching for this habit? What has happened just a few moments before? And then you will start acknowledging that there are certain emotions that arise inside of you that you don't allow yourself to feel. So you are reaching for that habit. It's about being the observer of your own reality. Oh, you want to, let's say, take a glass of wine in the night. Why? Are you avoiding to feel alone? Are you avoiding to feel you're actually irritated how your way day went? It's about being so brave to stop before you go and do the habit. You can later go and do the habit, but just stop and recognize, oh, I'm feeling emotional right now. This is why I'm reaching out for chocolate. Oh, I'm so 
angry right now because my day didn't went down. My day didn't went down the way how I wanted it to be. So now I, I will just eat everything in my fridge. So this is the first thing: being the observer of the emotions and feelings in which you are just before you reach for that habit. But you can still continue doing the habit. What will happen is that when you start being more clear and conscious of the wound, you will, you will not have the need to continue with the habit because you would realize, oh, what I really need right now is maybe just to talk with someone. Oh, what I really need right now is maybe just to go to bed and sleep. So this is the second step. The first step is being the observer, getting clarity. And the second step is recognizing what do I really need? Not what is the bandage that will make me forget a little bit, but what do I really need? So addressing the core need that is behind this wound. And maybe you will realize that, you know, you are drinking a lot of alcohol just because you are feeling lonely in your life. So how can you create more connections? How can you talk with more people? How can you open your heart to receive? So it's all about really going beyond the fence and looking from this side, what is creating my need for this habit? And this is the conscious way of living, being the fifth dimension, really seeing from all sides, why do I have this, um, this habit? Um, and what really helps you to get this enlarged consciousness and this clarity is when you start meditating daily because you're able to see the whole picture, because you become more, more relaxed, you become more broad in your understanding of the world. And you're like, oh, now I see what do I really need. So this is why I'm such a fan and always telling you, you know, start meditating, start meditating. Because when you start meditating, especially on channel meditations, the, the 5D consciousness comes, the, the large clarity of your life comes. And then you are able to see the why behind your bad habit. I hope this helps. I loved answering your questions and I think we should do this more often, right? Um, I wish that clarity that you received today has really expanded your consciousness and inspired you to become conscious leader of your life. So share in the comments uh, below this episode how much you liked it or even share it with your friends so the consciousness of all of us can enlarge. And let's stay connected on Instagram at Tiasha Dorelai. But remember, as I always said at the end, your vibration creates your situation. So take care of your vibration.